African Dialogue, looking at different events in depth, discussing a variety of issues. What we see here is a clear violation of one, the right to privacy of Tiwonge and uh, Stephen. The position of Greenpeace is that it's been a disappointing meeting. Good morning, good morning everybody. Thank you for joining us right here on Channel Africa. Thank you for joining us on our various platforms on DSTV Channel 802 on the audio bouquet. And uh, remember on the shortwave service, we're on the frequency uh, that is on um, 7230 kHz on the 41 meter band to Southern Africa. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, right now, we're going to be looking at the story that is very central to the uh, politics of Africa. That is uh, the elections of the Democratic Republic of Congo. The country's constitutional court has seven days to respond to an application made by presidential runner-up Martin Fayuli, who is asking for a recount. Last week, the Electoral Commission announced opposition leader Felix Chisikedi as the winner with 38%. However, Fayuli alleges a backroom deal happened between him and uh, the uh, winner Chisekedi and uh, President Joseph Kabila. Meanwhile, uh, the Southern African Development Community, SADC, through its chairperson, uh, Zambian President Edgar Lungu, has urged political parties in the DRC to consider forming a government of national unity in light of the disputed election results. As you could hear there from our bulletin from uh, uh, Anne. Uh, SEDEC has also urged the Democratic Republic of Congo to recount the votes of uh, this particular contested presidential election. Well, to assist us on this right now, we're joined by advocate Sipo Mandula, who is a researcher at the Institute for Dispute Resolution in Africa. And also we have Everista uh, Kambala, who is the spokesperson of the Congolese community in South Africa. Let me start the conversation with you, advocate. Already now we've seen the latest is that SADC community has said that the Democratic Republic of Congo should recount the votes of its contested presidential election. And uh, the runner-up has said that it was rigged. Uh, do we know right now, in terms of the position of SADC, what has noted that has led them to this conclusion? Or do you think that uh, we are uh, really going ahead of ourselves currently with the various allegations that are coming now post the elections, uh, Advocate? Uh, Benjamin, thank you even to the listeners and to the fellow guests. Benjamin, I think when one looks at the decision of SADC, that one, uh, if you look at their preliminary report, the observer mission report, and remember that Zambia was leading that observer mission, um, now for them to turn around and say that they should be recounted, when you look at their preliminary report, actually, they have raised an indication that all signs were positive. So. So it's strange that even within the 30 days of their final report, they are already proposing a political solution when actually election at some point it's a, it is a constitutional and a legal process. It is politically when it's campaign and registration, but when it comes to a dispute resolution, it now becomes a legal process. Hence you find that this matter cannot be only resolved politically for now because you have mechanism that immediately after announcement of the results, if parties are not able, they can go to the courts by evidence. Now, I think that 
to be pushing back. At the same time, maybe in South Africa and the UN Security Council having made the issue of uh, giving DRC the opportunity to deal with the uh, electoral process. Because I think one thing that we've been pushing is to put pressure on the Electoral Commission of DRC without understanding the climate and the challenges that they were facing towards these elections. So, in short, I can say to you, I don't know who's advising SADC or the SADC Advisory Council. Are they reading ahead of the Congolese or are they reading the same page with the Congolese communities? Mm. Let me come to you, Evarista. What are your thoughts? Uh, we've heard uh, opposing uh, viewpoints in regard to the uh, outcome of these elections, which have uh, uh, put uh, Felix Chisekedi as uh, the incumbent uh, leader in the country. What are your thoughts on these dissenting voices that are coming up now, especially after the elections, especially to the point that advocate Sipo Mandula has made that uh, we're seeing contrasting uh, outcomes that are even coming from uh, the analysis of uh, SADC? Yeah, Benjamin, good good morning again. And, and thank you very much. Uh, good morning to advocate Sipo Mandula as well and to your listeners. Uh, the Congolese community is, uh, is very happy and positive, uh, as we discussed last week. Uh, I, I, can, I can point um, uh, the point, or the positive uh, point that they could, they, I mean, we have noted uh, through these elections uh, to, 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 to where we are now. We, we're very happy, and we want all the, 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 the observers and everybody to support peace and, 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 and bring about peace in DRC. We don't want people to feel uh, fire and, and, and ignite fire and bring about doubt on the results that have been published in DRT. First and foremost, we were all very anxious, and we thought Kabila is going to push the Electoral Commission to announce Shadari, who was his uh, hand-picked candidate. And we thought, we were speculating as to whether Kabila is still going to be involved in DRCs, um, politics, etc. But Kabila has shown every has shown a good will. Kabila, Kabila has done it tremendously well. He, he he did something that anybody did not expect. Today the power is not in 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 the incumbent camp. Today the power is in the opposition camp. And today the opposition is now disputing between themselves. This is a sham and it's ridiculous. This is ridiculous that the Congolese people have welcomed the peace, have welcomed the peaceful transition of power, and out there we're seeing other candidates of the opposition protesting and saying, hmm. we don't accept the result. This is ridiculous. Well, Evarista, let me let, let, let me kind of contest the view that you're making there in terms of you saying that the people of uh, the DRC have accepted uh, these elections. We know that uh, the DRC's uh, Catholic Church has said that the tallies compiled by its 40,000-strong monitoring team show a different winner to those announced uh, by the Electoral Commission. So there is a very strong body that represents the peoples of uh, the DRC, and it's also contesting these elections. Okay, yeah, let, let me go back to SADC uh, first. Okay, SADC sure. should not be you know, sending contradictive statements. As the advocate pointed to the first statement released by SADC, uh, there were no irregularities uh, in these elections. Everybody uploaded the elections, and if there were any irregularities, they should have pointed that before. Because we know that 
uh, candidates losing or winning or election rigging is a result of irregularities. But it's not a point that uh, before these results were, were, were announced. And for them to issue another statement saying they, they, they recommend, they request the, commission, the, the Electoral Commission to recount the vote and form a new government is, is, does not make sense. First, and how do you explain? How do you explain this, contradic- this, contradic- mm. this contradictory statement? They should form a government of national unity, and they should recount their votes. What does that mean? Yeah. It's a contradiction in itself. Mm. Okay, no, we're going I mean, to the Catholic Church. The so, okay. Church is formed by, okay. Okay. The Catholic Church is formed by 40,000 so. observers. We know that the 40,000 observers only observed 50% of all the, 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 the polling stations. They don't have all the threats. They don't have all the tollies from all the, the polling stations. That is a threat. The only body that has all the tollies is the Electoral Commission. And the Electoral Commission came to the conclusion that Mr. Felix Chesekedi won the, the elections, which should be very, very uh, uh, positive about that. Mm. Okay. Let me come back to you, Advocate, in terms of those uh, contrasting viewpoints that we're hearing, because I don't know if they can be taken lightly uh, from an outside perspective. I've highlighted the Catholic Church. Yes, Everest is highlighting the composition of where those 40,000 strong monitoring team members were actually located. But also we are hearing very different viewpoints, especially the fact that uh, Martin Fayulu feels that uh, he has won a landslide victory against uh, Felix Chisakedi. You know, Benjamin, the, what is critical is that uh, the so-called international observer missions, and when you look at the regional, both SADC and AU, we have taken a calculable risk on, on these elections. We are not doing very well, if, I can, if one can be honest with you, in terms of monitoring and observing what you call critical hot, hot spots of elections. Mm. If you look at the SADC recommendations, I can assure you, in their preliminary recommendations, none of them have they raised an issue around the, the timing and collation of results. Because if I can tell you, how are you able to manipulate results? It's only at the time of collation and tallying of the results. And that's where they have raised concerns around voter registration. They've raised concerns around freedom of uh, assembly. They've raised an issue even around Australian education. None of their have come around political alignment or governance. Now, we can get the role of the observer missions as well. Yes, one of the areas is to tally and to come up with who's the ultimate winner. But I don't think domestic observers have the right to pronounce results. I think we have gone overboard not to allow the uh, electoral commission as the authority by the law and by constitution to be the body that can pronounce elections. And in post-pronounce of the elections, you allow an electoral dispute resolution processes and stages to can uh, come in. And hence you find that even South Africa to be pursuing the peaceful dialogue. It is correct, but how, Benjamin, do you say you want international mediation where we know very well that mediators in Africa are becoming consultants and they are not genuine and real mediators. They are really there to pocket money and they don't stay in the communities. That's one uh, one of my fellow uh, uh, academics from Addis Ababa who once said that 
for a mediation in African conflict to be to be one can say a a good story. It is when the mediator stays in the community. A mediator doesn't have a pressure of a time frame. Now, what we have in DRC, it is the political power at the top. Mm. It's no longer parliamentary elections that they are contesting mm. or, or even local government. They are now looking at the head of state. Who should be the head of Congo? Mm. Mm. Now, they are missing a point of understanding that there were challenges on the day of election. Mm. Okay. There were challenges on the transmission of those results. Benjamin, I think those are the dynamics hmm. that when you want to engage on the DRC, we should be sober and we should be clear where our regional observer missions have blundered and have caused a fraud hmm. and blunder. Okay. We should be clear, but there's so many um, issues that are blurring uh, this particular victory uh, or alleged victory, I should say, by Felix Chisekedi, because a lot of claims have been in mainstream media. The fact that Fayulu is saying that uh, Chisekedi has struck a deal with Kabila to be the declared victor. We'll deal with those questions after the break that we're going to. If you're just joining us now, we have on the line of Arista Kambala spokesperson of the Congolese community and South African advocate Sipo Mandula, who is a researcher at the Institute for Dispute Resolution in Africa. We'd invited Cloud Ibalanki, who is the spokesperson of the DRC president-elect, Felix Chisekedi, but apparently the guys in the production team are struggling to get through to him. We even spoke to him this morning, and he'd agreed. But in that note, give us your thoughts on our Facebook page, and we're asking what do you think the way forward is for the Democratic Republic of of Congo with questions surrounding the recent elections? Go to our Channel Africa Facebook page simply titled Channel Africa and you can give us your thoughts there. I'll give you thoughts after the break by Kingsley Newman who has given us some of his uh, personal viewpoints on this matter. Africapitalism is about the intersection of economic prosperity and social wealth. On the 21st of this month, the Shared Value Africa Initiative Summit will take place at Lily's Leaf Farm just outside the city of Johannesburg in South Africa. High-powered business people of all ages will meet to strategically assess the challenges of facing business on our continent and set an agenda for 2019 to 2020. If you cannot make it, do not worry. Join Channel Africa from 1100 hours to 1200 hours Central African time for live coverage of the event. Together, we can create the Africa we want and build shared value ecosystems across the continent to grow the Africa economy for all. So join us on the 21st of January for the Shared Value Africa Initiative Summit. Channel Africa bringing you the African perspective. Well, it's great to be back right here in our SABC studios. Uh, thank you for joining us right here on uh, Channel Africa. This is African Dialogue from Monday to Thursday. We try to contextualize some of the issues on the African continent. Hey, there's been a lot of hearsays around the elections in the Democratic Republic of Congo. A lot of people questioning the legitimacy of the results. And also there's some hearsay around uh, the legal 
leadership figures within uh, the DRC and deals being made behind the elections. Uh, very big concerns around the way uh, the DRC is currently. If you're just joining us now, Evarista Kambala uh, is joining us uh, from the Congolese community in South Africa. Advocate Sipo Mandula, researcher at the Institute for uh, Dispute Resolution in Africa. And right now, we've been speaking around uh, the, the monitoring uh, of these elections and contradicting statements that have come out uh, just after the elections and a few days after the elections. Now we know that uh, SEDEC has blasted uh, the elections, saying that they're calling for a recount. And we know that Martin Fayulu, uh, one of uh, the runners for the elections, was saying that, hey, he believes that uh, he had won uh, against Felix Chisekedi by a landslide win. And uh, let's go back to the issues around what's been happening apparently in the backdrop Everista, the claims that we've seen even in mainstream media people saying that Fayulu is saying that Chisekedi struck a deal with Kabila to be declared uh, a victor uh, this has been a long standing accusation after the elections uh, what are your thoughts around that because that could be another issue that actually pits these uh, elections in a wayward space uh, Benjamin, thank you very much. Uh, the answer to that is um, the Western countries are leading a very strong campaign against uh, Congo, and that's because they have realized that they have lost the ground to uh, other partners. We need to be very clear about that. And they are I mean, what evidence, do, what, what evidence do we have around that? It's easy for us to have these kind of ac- accusations as Africans saying, hey, it's the Western people, the Western media, they have this big campaign. Uh, but uh, we know that the DRC is a very, very complex um, country when it comes to leadership dynamics. Yeah, 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 yeah. The evidence is, you may remember that uh, uh, Joseph Kabila's government has signed some agreements with the Russian uh, with Russia in terms of training uh, the military, etc., and in terms of uh, perhaps uh, I'm not uh, uh, ready to make a conclusive comment about that in terms of uh, supplying the military equipment, etc., yeah. Yeah, that's a You see, that's so where I have free. problems without making accusation. Let's, let's deal with the facts that are in front of us okay. here, uh, Everestate. In front of us, the statements that the people are making are valid sometimes. Even ourselves in our community, we have different views and we allow that uh, so that the, we, we can consolidate our democ- democracy and, 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 and find solutions. So what are your uh, thoughts around this accusation of uh, Fayulu saying that Chisekedi has made a deal with Kabila? The accusations, we, 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 say we, we have come to a conclusion that the accusations are not true, are, are false. What Chisekedi, what Chisekedi has explained, his secretary has explained is, Kabila, we, we, we had to, to talk with him to ensure a peaceful transition of power. That is simple. And in, in all the countries, the opposition is not an enemy of the government. We work together for the good of the country. The fact that people meet and talk uh, on various issues concerning the security of the country and how they're going to exchange power does not necessarily translate into striking a, 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 an elect, a, a electrical or uh, a coup. Do you understand? It doesn't mean that. Mm. We explain to our other people. Mm. Yes. Okay. Is- 
Okay, let me see. I think I've lost someone on the line. I'm not sure if it is um, Sipo Mantula. Let me check if Sipo is with us. Advocate, are you still there? Okay, we have we've lost uh, the advocate there. Um, then we'll still try to get uh, Cloud Ibalenki, who is the spokesperson for the DRC president-elect uh, Felix Chisekid. I'm told that he is at the presidential house currently, and that's why we're struggling uh, to get hold of him. Let's hear what Kingsley Newman says on our Channel Africa Facebook page. We're asking the question: What do you think the way forward is for the country with questions? surrounding the recent elections, especially the influential Catholic Church questioning the official results of the Democratic Republic of Congo, saying that uh, they posted 40,000 election observers and they their observers do not match the findings of the Electoral Commission. Kingsley Newman says this will affect uh, Felix Chisekedi because he will use the time for development, uh, for peace in the country. It will also shorten the term for Mr. Chisekedi if there are questions around his presidency, hence results uh, uh, in development of the country at large. So the Catholic and other eyes responsible can call uh, for national dialogue to solve the matter. Uh, that was uh, Kingsley there giving us his views from Lusaka, Zambia. Well, let me bring it back uh, to Advocate Sibo Mandula. Um, Everista is saying, well, the meeting between Sekedi and Kabila had nothing to do with uh, 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 kind of a pact to keep him in a sense of power. And when I'm talking about him, I'm talking about Kabila due to the fact that he's been a man who's been in power for around 18 years. Advocate Mandula, do you think there's a thing that's happening behind the scenes um, here that we don't know about because this has been an allegation that has made it into even mainstream media. True, you know, I wish I was part of the observer mission. I would have told you directly, Benjamin, that there are talks behind the scenes. But remember the nature of once you pronounce election results, coalitions come automatically natural. That people have to look at who to who to who to align to based on the election results. So if one looks at when the SENI, the Electoral Commission, was inviting all the political parties around the delay of announcement, remember that's where the media started to highlight that there were some sideline talks, which I don't think it is correct, I mean, for them to speculate when actually you have to allow the political actors in DRC to can engage on how to move forward because remember electorates are the ones that are now in the street still puzzled about the election results still awaiting this court judgment so one can say that it is not all about this coalition it is all about how to rebuild the drc to have its multi-party democracy status because what has been lacking for the past 18 years it is the institutions how do we restore confidence in the institutions in that country? How do we even revive the economy of that country? How do we even deal with a, a country that has more than 17,000 peacekeepers? How long there's been a conflict in that country without a resolution? So I think that's where we are heading the challenge that beyond the political figures or characteristics, we should be looking at the, the political and the legal process that will come out of this court judgment.
All right, I'm going to bring in another voice into this conversation, which is one of our journalists, and he is uh, a political analyst uh, in the SABC at when it comes to African issues. That's Nixon Tasakana on the line. Hey, Nixon, I want to hear your thoughts here. We were struggling getting a hold of uh, uh, Cloud Ibalanki here, who is uh, the uh, DRC president-elect Felix Tshisekedi. And I'm having a contest here with my guest, Evarista Kambala and advocate Sipo Mandula, in terms of them still uh, persuading me, in a way, in terms of these particular results and saying, well, external voices and monitors have had contradicting statements when it comes to the outcome of these results. Uh, Nixon, what are your thoughts around this particular issue? Because there's many dissenting voices around the final election result. Thank you, Benjamin. Good evening. Good morning to you and good morning to your listeners. I think uh, one of the things that we're forgetting in a debate, and I've been keenly following your interlocutors mm. and how they take about the issue, they are forgetting how the process of leading to the elections has happened. Uh, you have uh, President Joseph Kabila who has demonstrated indeed the will of living power, but through two measures. One, not willing to give up power, but through a pressure that has been applied to him, perhaps from the international community, but also looking at some of the deals that uh, Evariste have mentioned, uh, that who is going to inherit those deals. But let us look at the constitutionality of uh, the process currently before court. You would understand that... uh, the DRC uh, constitutional court is composed of nine judges, and out of nine judges, six of them are handpicked by the president. So it's a political appointment right there. Um, the, the three other judges are appointed by the civil society, including the Catholic Church. So the likelihood of a fair process in a legal process that people are saying that, well, uh, the elections have happened, let's go to the court, are very minimal, uh, in my view, owing to those facts. So you have to look in a nutshell on what is the current process. This is a negotiated settlement, and uh, perhaps uh, Sadek having read into how the entire process has gone, uh, is calling for a government of national unity, which will be the perhaps the viable solution at the mm. moment mm. in making sure that everyone comes on board. Nixon, However, what, what are your thoughts around what both uh, Advocate Mandula and Evaristo is highlighting here, which is a very serious issue. The contrasting uh, feedback that we've had from SEDEC. SEDEC was saying the elections were free and fair, and then later on they come with a completely contrasting issue and asking for a recount. This is, in in a way, in a rereading, doing a deeper analysis of where the the results or the outcome of these elections could lead the country. And it can only be a fair um, approach Mm. to say, okay, you are contesting the elections, let us go to the ballot and recount it, find exactly, because everyone coming up with allegations flying left, left, right, and center. And the truth of, of the matter or the truth of the ballot is, is in the ballot themselves and recounting, indeed, you say you, you won, but 
what is what is the reality in the ballot box i think it is still uh, more less than two weeks and those ballots i believe they are still intact they can still verify indeed whether <laughs> the 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 results um, they, uh, are the true reflection in the ballot box and i think sadek hasn't uh, gone wrong on that on the issue of uh, government of national unity i reiterate again that it is an only way going to a divided opposition in the drc and uh, i believe that president kabila have capitalized on this division among the opposition to even divide them further to actually sanitize his own image say look like as a variation mentioned that uh, he's a democrat he has shown the willingness to live up power but in true sense that is not the case if you look at the parliamentary result that was announced the majority party uh, has obtained 350 uh, seats in the national assembly according to the drc constitution this means that the coalition majority have to form government because they have to elect the prime minister and uh, who is the elected prime minister will come from kabila's own party and if you look at the the provincial assemblies which uh, elect in essence the the president of the senate that means the very same Kabila's party is going to to elect the the president of the Senate, therefore also appoint the the government. So, in a way, in in as much as the message Sekedis has won the elections, he will be in essence a figurehead, and that leaves much to mm. whether the Congolese wanted this change, where the the, mm. the credibility of the elections already questions. Where do you put all these issues? So you have to will provide context, not uh, uh, giving analysis in a, in a way of being sentimental about about these particular elections, the opposition, because the idea was to uh, for Kabila to devise such a strategy mm. in negotiating with Sekedi is to make sure that he offload himself there in the international pressure mm. and the image of a dictatorship, of not wanting to go uh, out, which he has he has dispatched discharged successfully in allowing this Chisekedi to take over power okay let me let, let me and take a quick question so let me take a quick break and i want uh, both um everista and advocate mandula to answer those uh pivotal points that you actually bring forward that actually problematizes this entire issue here it has seemed sanitized so far when we're having the conversation between um everista and advocate Mantula. Uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll sum up the conversation after this. Welcome to Change Your Game on Channel Africa, the African perspective. We are coming to you from Johannesburg, right here in South Africa. I'm Asanda Beda, your host. Change Your Game, the program that promotes open discussion and social dialogue as we highlight real issues in the African entrepreneurship ecosystem. Trevor Mumba now joins us in studio to talk about his entrepreneurial and personal journey. Welcome to Change Your Game, Trevor. Thank you so much. Um, it's an honor to be here. Palesa Mukubong, who's a designer. Welcome, Palesa, to Change Your Game. Thank you. Your role at the fourth annual Fashion Without Borders event? I just know that I need to arrive and, and, <laughs> okay. and do my part and do it really, really well. Yeah. <laughs> 
You are listening to Channel Africa. Thank you for joining us on our various platform on Shortwave. Thank you for joining us on DSTV Channel 802. Remember, you can also stream us live on www.channelafrica.co.za. That's www.channelafrica.co.za. Well, uh, let's see if we can sum up uh, this uh, issue. I know that just we just had uh, Nixon coming into this uh, conversation, really problematizing some of the issues that were brought forward by uh, Everista and Advocate Mandula. Um, Everista, what are your thoughts? Uh, is this election not a way of uh, Kabila sanitizing his image? Yes, wanting to look like that democratic, uh, noble man uh, before he goes for the next election run. Um, it seems very convenient in terms of uh, some of these allegations we've heard and also just how... Um, Kabila and his government has accepted this transition. Uh, yeah, eventually we uh, a little bit we try to disagree with those viewers, and we believe that all the, the political players are needed in the country at the moment uh, to ensure the sustainable peace in DRC. Let me give you a little example uh, back home here in South Africa when we when we we, uh, we, we began the, the the process of reconciliation in nineteen early nineties. Many people uh, to this day uh, are, criticize the South African uh, ANC for having uh, been lenient to, 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 to the apartheid regime and, and, and being ready to compromise on some fundamental issues and also being ready to listen to the apartheid government mm. and also being able to, to, to work together. Okay. I remember in the early 90s, we still had other ministers, the previous min- pro- the ministers from the previous government that worked even uh, in the ANC government. And we think in order to ensure a, a, a peaceful transition and lasting peace in the DRC, we need to work with everybody and, and to, uh, to, to design mm. a, okay. a, a progressive society. You know, you that's, we cannot that's... obtain get to that point. Mm. Where we need to get, mm. if we uh, reject other people completely, mm. that does not work. We need you to be together. Everybody sure. is a citizen of the country. Everista, what you're highlighting, I want to take it to Advocate Mandula, because you're maintaining the old guard, and uh, in the face of it, it seems like there's a transition, but it seems and could feel like a, a pseudo change. Advocate, what are your thoughts? No, that is uh, quite true, uh, Benjamin, that there will be that effective change or that uh, change of uh, guard. But what is critical, what Nixon said earlier about the impartiality of the judicial officers, I think we should, like I've been saying all along in various interviews, let us have that case study of the Chief Justice of Kenya Maraha, where he was alleged to be, I mean, he was accused to be counter-revolutionary. Let us have the judiciary that will be able to take head on when there is evidence being brought forth by the opposition parties or by the contestants. And finally, I think if you look at the AU preliminary report, it is engaging on the issue of legal channel to say in any dispute where people are not happy, let them approach the court so that we can preserve peace and stability and to respect the verdict of the ballot box. I agree with Nixon that Towards the election, there's something that we have missed. And what we have missed it is even to understand the character of the ruling coalition and of the ruling party, how they've managed to fight and 
Okay, you, you, you're cutting off the advocate. I, I need to, to wrap it up. Where to from here? Because you still have uh, Martin Fayulu contesting this election in court. And uh, some of his uh, supporters are also waiting probably behind the scenes. When I'm thinking of Jean-Pierre Bemba, I'm thinking about what he's thinking right now. Mwesi Katumbi. Uh, there's a lot of other uh, playmakers in the background that could be saying, Ha, huh, where do we go from here? Every step, just in 30 seconds, what are your no, final I sentiments think what on advocate, that? What advocate said, said is very clear. We need to wait until the Constitutional Court has given the last judgment, and that is the, the only legal instrument uh, we will have to, to use, uh, uh, the only last uh, and a conclusive decision that we have to, to take. And from there, we will devise plans and, and suggest what, what is the way forward. Mm. Advocate Mantula, mm. your final sentiments? I mean, there are a lot of other figures watching this particular scene, hearing yes. the dissenting voices to these elections. Benjamin, for me, I would say let us uh, monitor and observe the jurisprudence that will come out of the court trial on this presidential dispute. And let us uh, encourage the Congolese post this election results Debacle. They must engage on the transitional justice mechanism. The Congolese need to handle the issue of transitional justice as well as cohesion and solidarity amongst the Congolese. Okay. Even those who are in the diaspora, they need to work together to rebuild the Great Lakes because once Congo is in trouble, the nine countries bordering it are affected and they will definitely bear that fruit of consequences and instability. So well, that- SADC and AU must support the DRC people. Well, I think that issue of regional instability is a story for another time. But thank you, gents, for giving us your time. Thank you to Advocate Sipo Mandula, researcher at the Institute for Dispute Resolution in Africa. Thank you to Everista Kambala, the spokesperson okay. of the Congolese community in South Africa. And uh, we also uh, want to just uh, move on quickly because we've run out of time. It's 11.45 Central African time. And and let's quickly get our business news. It's just been a contested conversation, is it? It didn't really get a real idea of where the country is going and where things are right now. Well, uh, thank you for joining us today. Remember, keep the conversation happening on our social media. Uh, go to our Facebook page at Channel at, at Channel Africa. That's the name of uh, the page, Channel Africa. And uh, you can go to our Twitter handle at Channel Africa 1. Um, uh, that's the numeric one there at the end. Channel Africa uh, 1. Uh, that's our Twitter handle. Or you can utilize the African dialogue one at african dialogue well that's how we wrap up the show for today we'll be back tomorrow same place same time right here on channel africa end up with some music from imba this music from imba this one is titled she Abused by her slave master, 
ill-treated and misunderstood by a husband in pain. She... She raised the boys and girls, knowing exactly they were to enslave her seed. Her seed. Her seed. She. She. Today she is still holding, producing, and keeping a seed Different sizes, different skin color and tones. The beauty of an African woman. Magazine, you have no right to Photoshop. Slave master, leave her hair alone. Her big hips, full lips, slim and full body to her accent.